0: This evening will point to the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ. Why do we celebrate the birth of Christ? Uh, Who is this child that draws so much of our attention, so much of our affection and adoration? Uh, We want to look at who is this child tonight. That's a question that we all would do well to ask ourselves. Let me tell you tonight who this child is to me, uh, who this child is to millions, even billions of Christians down through the ages. Uh, who have placed their faith and trust in him. Who is this child? Well, first of all, he is the source of love and forgiveness. That's the very first reason of Christmas, his love and forgiveness. Christ left his home in heaven, as they just sang, left his home in heaven, came to earth so that God could say, I love you, and so God could say, I forgive you. Years ago, Ernest Hemingway wrote a story about a young man named Paco. Paco had run away from home, was estranged from his father. He went to Madrid, Spain. And his father was heartbroken over the loss of this child, the estrangement that they experienced. And he did everything he could to find his son. And finally, in desperation, he ran an ad in a newspaper in Madrid. Took out an ad in the personal column, and it said this. It said, Paco, all is forgiven. I want you to come home. Meet me tomorrow in front of the Montana Hotel. The next day, the man went to the hotel, and he was shocked to find over 800 Pacos who had responded to the ad. <laughs> over 800 young men who were estranged from their father and responded to the invitation uh, to come home. Uh, you know, your heavenly father wants you to come home. He, well, he has forgiven you, and he wants you to come. doesn't matter what you've done. God says, I want you to receive my love, receive my forgiveness. That's the whole reason why he sent Christ at Christmas. And you may think, well, God doesn't want to forgive me, but you're dead wrong. Look what the Bible says in Romans 8. It says, nothing, nothing in all creation is able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. And that nothing means there is nothing that you have done that can separate you from God's love. God says, I love you, and I want to forgive you. Uh, Now, how do I know that God loves me? Well, one way that I know that is Christmas. Christmas proves it. It says, God showed how much he loved us by sending his only son into the world so so that we can gain eternal life through him. This is real love. He sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. You know, the reason why you can know that God loves you is because Jesus Christ didn't stay in that manger. He didn't stay as a baby. Uh, He grew up. He went from the cradle to the cross. And on the cross, with his arms outstretched, he was saying, I love you this much. I I love you enough that I will lay down my life for you. That's why we celebrate Christmas, because of the love and forgiveness that is embodied in Jesus Christ. Second, he is the source of peace and strength. Uh, You know, life can be chaotic. Uh, You can lose your strength in life. Life can just wear you out. And when that happens, where do you find your peace in the midst of the chaos? Where do you find the power to keep going day in and day out? You know, where do you get that kind of strength if you're not connected to God? If you're going to depend on your own energy, human energy runs out. But God's power doesn't. Where do you go for peace and strength? Jesus Christ said, if you are tired from carrying heavy burdens, come to me and I will give you rest for your soul. That verse says the exact opposite of what most people think God will say to them. Unfortunately, most people think that, that, that God uh, doesn't want to help us, that if we go to God and say, God, please help me, that God's going to say, well, you know, if you come to me, I'll give you rules. If you come to me, I'll give you regulations. If you come to me, I'll, I'll give you a religion or rituals. God doesn't say any of that. God says, come to me and I will give you rest. Not rules, not regulations, not restrictions or rituals. Rest. Well, how does God give us rest? Well, one of the reasons why you're so tired all the time is because you've lost your peace, because you live under stress. You're trying to live life on your own power, and God never meant for you to do that. God says, I want my power to flow through you. I want my peace to reside within you. The Bible says that He, God, gives power to those who are tired and worn out, and He offers strength to the weak. Next verse says, God will strengthen you with his own great power so that you will not give up when troubles come. You know, this has been a tough year in many ways. And you may feel like giving up. You may feel like giving up on your marriage. You may feel like giving up on on the hope of ever getting married. You may feel like giving up on on your career or on your health or on your kids. Uh, Maybe there's a habit in your life. that You think, I am just never going to be able to break this. Maybe you're discouraged by the circumstances that you face. Well, God brought you here tonight so you could find his peace and his strength. Because God doesn't just love you, God wants to help you. God wants to be with you and help you. You know, it's one thing to say that God loves me and God forgives me. That takes care of the past. But God also says, I want to play an active role in your present Uh, You know, I I want to give you the power that you need right now to do the things that you must do, desire to do. You know, we often look to everything else other than God uh, to help us. You know, I saw this past week that they have peace of mind candles and body soaps. You know, my marriage has fallen apart. I think I'll take a bath. I'm facing bankruptcy. I'll use some smelly soap. You know, it's just amazing. Peace of mind doesn't come through things like that. And if you've been feeling down, if you've been feeling anxious or fatigued, uh, I want to give you an outstanding antidepressant. It is the Christ of Christmas. It's the Christ of Christmas the one who formed you in your mother's womb, the one who saw you take your first breath, the one who's watched every moment of your life, the one who knows everything about you and still loves you and forgives you and offers you peace and strength. Come to Christ. Come to Christ. And the Bible says, when you lie down, then you won't be afraid. You will sleep in peace and you won't worry about sudden disaster. You won't be afraid. You will sleep in peace. And you won't have to worry about sudden disaster. Because peace comes from having God's presence in your life. Strength comes from having God's power in your life. And that's what Jesus Christ offers us this Christmas. Third thing, who is this child? He's the source of hope and joy. He's the source of hope when situations seem hopeless in your life. He's the source of joy when you feel grief or sadness or depression. You know, we need hope and joy in our lives. Romans 15 says, May God, the source of hope, fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. You know, that verse offers us uh, hope, joy, and peace. And all three of those come from trusting God. The more I trust God, the more my life is filled with joy. The more I trust God, the more my life is filled with peace. The more I trust God, the more my life is filled with hope. And if if your life is lacking in hope, if you don't feel joyful, if you don't feel peaceful, it means one thing. It means you're not trusting God. Because putting our trust in God brings hope, joy, and peace. So God's forgiveness takes care of our past, God's peace and strength give us help in the present, and God's purpose and plan for your life gives you hope and joy for the future. Past, present, future. It's amazing how God meets our needs. Now, I don't know with all of you, I don't know what you've gone through this past year. It may be a very tough year. I know it has for many of you. And you may have faced some extremely difficult situations, and maybe you are still reeling from the... The tension, the pressure, the grief. But I want you to know that God is not finished with you yet. God is not done with you. God has a plan for the rest of your life. And God invites you to stop your crying, wipe away your tears, for there is hope for your future. I saw a great little cartoon today. In fact, I almost almost brought it to put on the screen, but I'll just tell you you it showed two calendars in this little cartoon. One was the Mayan calendar. They're on sale now if you're looking for one. (laughs) And it said uh, December 21st, doom. And then next to it was the Christian calendar, and it said December 25th, hope. That's the difference between those two messages. One is a message of doom, the other is a message of hope and a future. You know, every day God has a plan for your life, and God wants the rest of your life to be the best of your life. And then God has a plan one day to take us home to heaven to be with him. So why did Jesus Christ come at Christmas? He, he came because he didn't want to love you from a distance. He wanted to be able to love you up close and personal. He wanted you to come to know him through the life that he lived and the words that were written about him. He came to earth so that we could know what God was like by seeing what God is like in the person of Jesus Christ. You know, Christmas is not about asking you to conform to a religion. It's not about asking you to to even celebrate a season. Christmas is about you connecting with a person, connecting with the person of Jesus Christ, the person who made you, who loves you, who came that first Christmas so that he could save you. It's not complex. It's not hard to understand. Any child can understand what I've just shared with you tonight. In fact, children often do. And they respond and give their hearts and lives to Jesus Christ. Trusting Christ as a source of love and forgiveness. Trusting Christ as the source of peace and strength. Trusting Christ as their hope. The bottom line is, are you going to take that step of faith? Are you going to trust Christ or not? Are you going to trust in yourself? Are you going to try and do things in your own power? Or are you going to continue to celebrate a birth that really doesn't make sense to you? No. no. God calls us to open our hearts and lives to Him. And what's amazing is He's been waiting for you all along when you make that decision. So as we throw open our doors to God and we discover at the same moment that He has already thrown open His doors to us, Jesus Christ is ready. He's ready to accept you when you accept Him. Let's pray together. This Christmas, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, you can say, Jesus Christ, I want to trust you as my Savior and Lord. I want you to be the source of love, forgiveness, peace, strength, and hope. Father, there are people here today who've never trusted in Christ. They've tried to find what they need in many other sources. And I pray that tonight they'll make the decision to trust Jesus Christ. And I invite you, just in in the quietness of your own heart and mind, would you just open yourself up to Christ? Would you say, God, I want to trust Christ this Christmas. I want to receive your love and forgiveness. I need your peace and strength every day in my life. And, God, I want the hope and joy that you can bring. Father, thank you for sending Jesus Christ to be my Savior, to be my source. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.